on, everybody, and welcome to another action pack from tonight on EBS. Man, I tell you guys, some of the conversations we have off camera. <laughs> I almost got into like this because off camera and everything, yeah. man. Yeah. Also, the dragons. Woo, man. man. Great. It's great to be a nerd, man. Great to this content great out for us to watch. Yeah, but um, it's the golden nerd age of nerddom for sure, right? Definitely, definitely. And before we even jump into our show, I mean, just a real quick tidbit. I mean, you know, that Deadpool 3 announcement for Marvel, I mean, what a what a what a big thing, man. I didn't expect that to come out like that, especially with Hugh Jackman being in it. So as far as our other show, NCFS, I mean, that's that's a really big thing to really go over is Hugh Jackman back again as Wolverine, at least one last time, we'll so, say. So um, Hugh Jackman's like 80 years old now. So yeah, he's 80 years old, he's going to put on a pound of muscles, you uh, know, just right. to come and, you know, do his friend Ryan Reynolds a yeah, favor. He's got the metal skeleton that's not going to have any rust points, rust spots. Right. He's not going to have any. And doesn't rust. It's indestructible. And I'll, and I'll thank you not to besmirch it, sir. And, okay. And it is, let's, let's make sure we it's all insane. recognize I mean, it, there is Nazi technology, okay? I just want to see Mickey Mouse in the movie. I, I feel a, like you were. I feel like Ken, you were. You were very much slandering the Canadian government by calling them Nazis. <laughs> hey, all of them are Nazis. The whole. The whole. Country, Not all my Canadian pals in, in yeah. Canada. Can, can, we love Canadians. you, Canadians. We love hockey. Canada. We're hockey yeah. fans here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, kind of get into this. Uh, this Andor stuff. Um, another great episode. Uh, Super, super fun watch. I mean, I've seen some of the reactions online. Some people are hit or miss. I mean, I'm really liking it because it's a different take on Star Wars. Uh, pretty big Easter eggs in this. You know, I've watched a couple of different reaction videos to pick up some things I didn't kind of see in the background. So um curious to see if you guys caught some of those as well as far as some, some big Easter eggs. Before we even dive into our reaction to episode four, let's let DP let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Make sure that you are there. You know, what we're pointing to down there, down there, down there, down there. All right. So on NurseHackerPeter.com, it's our great website. You will find all your favorite social media links to that NurseHackerPeter, uh, social um, Twitter, Facebook, and also Instagram. Also, make sure that you are, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. We definitely appreciate you, you know, tuning in. Um, you are... <laughs> Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribing and hitting that um, notification button. So anytime that you we're on, you know that we're on. Um, make sure that you also email us at nurse at nursecyclopedia.com. We love getting your feedback and all that stuff. And speaking of feedback, if you are on Facebook, we got a Facebook group, um, Carmen Out Bounty BS of Star Wars group. We will make sure that you are, you know, heard. You know, you can um, list all your grievances, all your your favorites, all your um, you know, all, all your best stuff that um. Uh, that 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 you like you know, as far as like Star Wars and stuff. We love you. Um make sure that you are uh just just oh I um all your I'm just all jacked up today. Um on our iHeartRadio, tune in, Spotify, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, we have a podcast called um, you know, Carbonite Bounty BS, of course. So make sure that you're listening to us on your car, on your um phones, you know, these smart things and everything. Um, so any any time that we're on, you know the rule. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And I like it. We are finally ready to kind of break down this episode. And man, what an episode it was. I mean, some of the the, the legends continuity they put into this, I was I was a little, you know, taken aback by. Um but it, it, the continual kind of um ruggedness, I would say, of the show. I mean, the, the grit, you know, and the way this is shot, I mean, like I, I, can, I can tell you, The Mandalorian, obviously, we talked about that and how it was kind of shot in that kind of uh, Lucas, uh, what was it, the um, Skywalker been. Ranch, yeah, kind of the uh, the, the movie oh, yeah. screen. Yeah, this yeah. when you're when you're actually out in these, these environments and sets and the way this is shot, I mean, this is shot. I, to me, this is Disney's best work at post, I say, COVID or any kind of their streaming services. Mm -hmm. This is shot in, like, the, the cinematography in this is literally like motion picture-esque, so I'm really liking the tone of the show, the way it looks, and how everything's kind of set up. Um, but other than that, you know, my initial reaction is just another great episode, solid stuff, and we'll kind of get into the the, the, the dichotomy of it, but uh, what are you guys' reactions off the bat? 
Um, I'm I'm liking I'm I'm, I'm I second everything that you said just said is shot extremely well. You know, I'm immersed in the world. I'm loving the openness and it's opened up even more because we're introduced to more characters. We're introducing, you know, introduced to like, you know, the um the imperial side and everything. We're introduced to 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 their nuances, you know, their struggles and like, you know, their their tete-a-tetes and stuff in between the the lieutenants and everything, you know. They're going back and forth, you know. Well, whose jurisdiction is this? Who's your, you know, well, she's telling on me. She's, a, you know, it's all, all that. It's, it's, it's like, you know, wow, it's like minute, deep, you know, minutia detail stuff, you know, that, that, um, and that it, it goes straight to like the character development of everything. I'm loving that, that Andor is like off, you know, off world and everything into this world. And we're seeing just like a vast, like, it, 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 we, we was talking about like Game of Thrones and stuff all off, um, off mic and everything. Um, we're seeing like mountains, we're seeing like, you know, vast lands and everything, kind of like what you would, you know, see on that type of show and everything. And it's giving me is the politics and stuff is coming into it much, you know, even more. So I'm appreciating everything that I'm seeing. I'm thinking, man, this is the same world as Ewoks. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, this is the same world. And I, I, it just goes to show you tone doesn't matter. As long as you could tell a great story and tell it well, you know, you shouldn't be worried about, okay, how's the tone going to fit with this? You know, this is this Star Wars. Yes, this is Star Wars. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it so far. It, it was a, it was a good episode. I liked it. The first time I watched it, totally <laughs> taken aback at where it ended. I thought, where, where's the attack on this garrison? And where's the payroll heist? Like nothing happened, but I watched it two more times and I realized that there's two points that they made in this, in this episode, we saw the, the ISB. Okay. The ISB, very important Imperial mm -hmm. security bureau. So mm -hmm. originally the empire was sort of trying to macro manage. Okay not micromanage. So they were still letting the regional governors, they were still letting the people tend to their houses and they would just kind of look at oversee things and make things, make sure things were still going in the imperial direction. So it was really nice to see how that was and how it really wouldn't work ultimately. And I think our friend governor Tarkin said that quote that okay we're gonna take control now okay we're gonna have control over everything and this is kind of how we're seeing this build so we're seeing how the true empire was created there's the the imperial element but now there's the empire so we see the imperial part here and how it's kind of not really working out and they still don't have control love the scene where i forget what the guy's name is but one of the uh, supervisors went down and scolded the three corporate uh, yeah. police you yeah. couldn't even hand over a simple warrant <laughs> you you're a cluster okay you're done and guess what you you get to go down in history as sounding the gong on the entire corporate se uh, sector as far as as far as policing the people goes you're egregious and i loved all the adjectives he used that was a great scene where he was scolding those three cops the other thing we saw is the beginning of the rebellion literally the community the relationship between senator mon mothma and uh lutheran luthan was the beginning of the rebellion they funded it they had to get the money together they had to get because you can't just start a rebellion on nothing you need you need you need collateral you need resources assets mm -hmm. so she was getting money from all her investments or had she been squirreling money away now the empire was looking at her the imperial uh you know bureau was looking at her two really important points in this episode other than that not much happened as far as me as just a super fan like i wanted to see some blaster fire i wanted to see some stormtroopers i'm going to see something happen they probably could have they could have rushed it along but i think they did a good job in introducing the new characters like you said dp holding true to the the uh uh you know the timeline 
but those two points were really critical in this episode. Like I said, when I saw it the first time, I was like, I thought I missed something, but now, now I watched it a couple times and I realized what they were doing. But overall, excellent episode. Man, Andor has a flavor, guys. It, it is very distinctive. It's different than other Star Wars in a lot of really cool ways. The sound is very different. Synthesizers and organs. Organs, man! Organs! I thought that was really rad that there was pipe organs and synthesizers in this. It felt made it feel like a Blade Runner uh, sort of situation. Yeah. And I like that it's a little bit of a cat and mouse um, heist kind of scenario now. And heists are very much a Star Wars trope. Uh, solo... Rogue One itself, we're rolling toward, you know, you could say the beginning of episode three is a heist. Episode four is a heist. They're heisting the princess. So, so you know, heists in Star Wars make a lot of sense. I like that this is a lot like the Dirty Dozen setup scene where they have the model and they're talking through each little step. And and, uh, and I like that Cassian's job, uh, Clem's job, is to sort of back everybody yeah. up. I, I like that he's like the universal backup. That was my job. On the football all-star team because <laughs> I wasn't good enough to play, but I could back and back everybody up. Uh, that's my claim to fame. Um, this is the very British episode as well. The entire really? dressing, the dressing down scenes are all very British. The arguments in the ISB headquarters are all extreme. They're so British. They're almost, you know, they're they're almost. They should have been shown after the Queen's funeral for the most. That's what it was shown after. That just those people icily screaming, like yelling at each other, but not yelling. Yelling near each other, right? That's a British thing. Uh, I really thought that was great. I thought the, the guy, uh, that idiot getting slapped by his mother <laughs> was very British. And yeah. I oh, love he's, that he's image. Come he's coming oh, yeah. back. Something weird's going to oh, happen yeah. with that guy. He's, he's right. going to rebellion. He's going to be a rebel. Yep. Like that guy's got other stuff going on for sure, right? And uh, I love that, that shot when he gets on the elevator on Coruscant and just they go down down into Coruscant because this is described very, very, very frequently in the legends novels. Often, often, often we descend into the depths of Coruscant and they explain, you know, they try to explain like, Oh, there's a, there's a social class caste system that's sort of determined by whether you go up or down when you get to Coruscant. And I think they did a great job illustrating that when they showed, you know, uh, Mon Mothma's place, this guy's place and um, all the, all that stuff all at once. Right. I thought that that was an excellent dichotomy and I thought it really showed the motivations of these revolutionaries because let's face it, this isn't, we can call it a rebellion, but it's really a, a revolution. That's a political revolution these guys are looking to initiate. And just like many real life professional revolutionaries, they want to be funded first. And if you know your history, you will know that the Bolsheviks, were robbing banks and robbing payrolls all throughout the beginning of the 20th century, specifically after the 1905 revolution in Russia. So this is not just historical. It actually is what you know all revolutionaries do, all rebels do. We see the funding of the rebellion here, which means that it's going to all this plotting is makes sense, right? So I'm, I'm just super where, excited where, to see all this. And, and where do you get that money? And where do you hurt your enemy the best, the mm -hmm. worst? You get their payroll so you get what's funding their own people that can collapse a society so quickly payroll that's the biggest thing that funds an entire whatever society whatever side you're on if you attack the payroll if you that you're you got them you got them where it counts you know that's a great point that's a great point ken you know i'd like to take a moment to speak about adp payroll that's right. Payroll is one of the most important things for your business. You have to make sure your people are paid or guess what they're not going to do? Work. Any more work. <laughs> that's right. I know that's how it is and, for me. I'm sure that's how it is for all of you guys too, right? what controls payroll? What controls payroll? Kronos, the god of time. Well, let's not talk about competitors here. We're, we're, we're... <laughs> you know, I know you, you may not know about UKG, but I do. We're talking about ADP payroll. So if you need a reliable payroll system, you should contact ADP. Contact us at nerdcyclopedia.com to find out more. Uh, this has been an impromptu commercial. Thank you very much. UKG is not a bad system. All right. Well, listen. It's all good. It's all good. 
Sorry, guys. Yep. All this talk of payroll, I feel like if I didn't say something, I'd, I'd end up in some trouble at <laughs> my work. So I felt I felt the need to, to do that. My bad. Oh, guys. That was a great segue, too. It was. It was almost Perfect. as if you guys planned that. <laughs> almost. Almost. That was very, it was a very, very, very poignant point of this of the episode that I thought it just perked my ears. Like, oh, they're attacking the uh, imperial payroll. Good right. for them. That's how you get them. And every payroll system is completely fallible. Ken, I'm on like the exact opposite bar because I love the fact that nothing happened. You know, I mean, we're we're getting character yeah, development. That's where I'm at too. We we had to get introduced to these, you know, yeah. like like you know, Hitch was saying, dirty dozen, you know, get yeah. it, get it, get get all their personality and everything. This could have actually been a two-hour movie, you know, in itself, yeah. you know, for you know the plan heist and everything. But since this episodes, we get the episodes where we're introduced to all these new characters that surrounding Andor that we didn't see beforehand. I don't believe anyone besides um was it Luthen his name um yeah. um was in the episodes beforehand, right? Um, I, I don't know if you guys caught that too. The one the, the one girl, the one um the woman who um who's leading Andor and everything, she was in Game of Thrones. She was um. She was, uh, I think, the the many faces God thing, uh, the, the his his wife or whatever, you know, who was like slicing and dicing, chasing Arya all around and stuff. Um, so I noticed her like right off the bat and everything. Um, but yeah, so we're introduced to all these personalities, and I'm I'm liking like you know each one, each one is distinct. You know, the one mm -hmm. guy he's like sort of like okay, well I'm I'm going to trust that 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 if he knows that if Andor knows if Andor is um about the rebellion i trust him you know so long as he's you know about that i'm good with that everyone is like you know a little hesitant you know mm -hmm. um but we're getting like little distinctive personality traits that so we can so by the time when the heist happens we're sort of investing in everybody's part you know in the in the heist and everything so it makes it really great for when eventually something does happen we're more invested Ho hopefully something does happen very bad batch like, as far as the personalities go, like, you can tell who the munitions expert is. You can tell who the uh, IT expert is. And, of course, we got the, the, the girl was um, medical, uh, medical, and she handled, uh, you know, maybe she handled the, the food and just supplies. So you got an idea that each one had a, had a specific job. Now, the, they had to bring Clem in because obviously something was missing. There was some, you know, goat quality missing from this heist that all these people didn't have that clem is somehow going to like overcome some obstacle and save the day so that's i mean that's really what i'm looking forward to i want to see how he makes himself valuable in this whole adventure but i mean yeah. we know the heist is going to happen in the next like 10 minutes of screen time it's going to start right like right. they they owe us that and i think this uh, this season's like 12 episodes long you know what I mean? So, or 10 or 12. So, um, obviously we know it's not like they're going to build it up for nine more episodes and then right, pull the right, heist. Right. That would be just like, be, it would make me mad, <clears throat> especially if well, I knew there's only two seasons and they're just like, all right, right. so next we're going to do flight practice. Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do uh, nothing. Hey, hey. That pacing would just be awful and everything. So uh -huh. yeah, we're definitely going to get the heist like next episode. You, you tease something like that up, you know, it's, it's it has to pay off. I don't, I don't think yeah i don't think the heist will happen in the next episode i think they'll they'll get uh, they'll start the heist but i don't think we'll see it i mean because you got there you guys are missing like the most important things that they're even leading up to so the next episode is all about the dinner because you know who's at the dinner right mm. the dinner the dinner the person who's gonna be at that dinner is going to be that um bald-headed being that lady who is next to palpatine she's force sensitive and she actually knows Isidious. She's on the guest list. So that's going to be like a peek into the eye of actually Darth Sidious himself. So if you look at that chamber sequence in episode three, when he's risen, rising to power, there's the being with the horns on his head. Then there's the bald kind of um, like super pale white person. That's the person who's going to be at the dinner. And she's actually force sensitive. She can read minds and actually do like mind tricks to people. So she's going to be you on the dinner guest her list. Her husband's going to cancel the dinner because Mon Mothma's no. like, no, against it it's, it's happening 
Um, yeah, but man. a lot, of, yeah, a lot of this stuff, though. I mean, even I didn't pick week, up on what you were saying, Trent. No, um, yeah, like, she's, like, she's going to be on the guest list. Um, okay. Even that last that last ten minutes, it loosens um, his 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 layer. So many things that were non-canon that became canon. I mean, if you like stop the screen and look at some of the background, there are Sith holocrons. There's Jedi holocrons there. There are the tablets from Rebels, which are the Mortis tablets that are one of the pieces she actually collects, which is crazy. Um, we saw kyber crystals, obviously, that Luthen gave him. Mm-hmm. And then in the background of some of that stuff, there was Star Killer, which is a super legend. That was his like armor in the background. So we had Star Killer's armor in the background. Um, Plo Koon's like breathing mask was on the table. Like I had to like stop it, and then I tried to watch a bunch of like different Easter egg videos. But man, there's Mandalorian armor that's allegedly Jango Fett's in there. Like Ooh. so much stuff in that shop that makes you wonder, like how he he's did collecting. Say, yeah, he did say this is where time stands still. So right. all yeah, I, I caught that. I caught that line. I, that was a very distinctive line that he said. So I'm I'm yeah. glad you said that, Ken, because the way he said it. I was like, okay, because I'm not immersed in it, you know, as much as you guys are and everything. So I was none, none of that meant anything to me. But when he said that line, it sort of meant something because of the way he said, it, you know, mm-hmm. I felt. I think when they show those mortis tablets, and I know this is another discussion, but I think we're going to get that whole world between wars time jump, maybe a what if, or they just literally rewrite seven, eight, nine, and we're going to get like an alternate. Because they wouldn't have shown those tablets and the Easter egg, that kind of stuff. They're not making anything. And he said the line, you know, this is where time stops. The world between worlds, time stops. So there's an easy way to kind of retcon things and change things. And I don't think they would just put those Mortis tablets in there, especially from Rebels, and tie all this together. I mean, look how, I mean, that's literally what? Hits 30 years before this, after this? So, wait, wait. Hold on. I mean, what, the, Man- what, the Mandalorian. 66 in the fall of the... Um... The, it's about well, 11 I'm, years later, right? Or I'm about taking, probably I'm 14. After. I'm I'd say 15. After six, yeah. So Man- Mandalorian is six years after the end of Jedi, and that is three years after A New Hope, and that is five years after this. So five plus three plus six is 14. So that's 14 yeah. years from today. And we know my interest My interest here is, you know, so these, these guys are on that, you know, they're getting blown up by the Death Star at the end of Rogue One, right? Close the door. And then they can have, you know, other stuff can happen, right? Beyond, and that's and that's beyond something like a simple, a simple what if, because if they all of a sudden show up in the Mandalorian timeline and it's because of this mechanism, right? Makes sense. It just would make sense. You'd be, oh well, you skipped all that stuff. Here's what happened. You fill them in with whatever. Uh, I, I think it, I think you can make that work. I think you can make a lot of stuff work. I think this Tales of the Jedi anthology, and this is off topic, but the Tales of the Jedi anthology is going to be a big deal thing to hit if it hits real well. Then I think you're going to see more what if stuff, more of this, you know, creative animation that's kind of in line with that. Um, man, what was that series we did the we did an episode on? Oh, that was the um, the anime stuff. That, that's right, coming right. back as well. Yeah. So anyway, I like seeing the variety, and again, because Andor has a flavor, and they're leaning into it real hard. This distrust. The, the weapons are all very realistic and gritty. They have cocking mechanisms. They charge up. They, they you know, mm. this thing blurs the lines between you know star wars and other science fiction a lot and the one thing that makes it feel the least like star wars and this is something i noticed i'm I'm curious if you guys noticed this is the absence of non-human life forms every character is a, a person like a human being not just played by a human being a human being there's no there's not a wookiee in this group there's not you know a a celestian in this group you know, Bothans uh, will be, you know, giving their lives. <laughs> I mean, nice. Characters in the back. Are you talking about characters that have speaking parts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because we saw like, you know, some characters that were like non-human. And, like, oh, sure. It's not zero, right? Yeah. I'm just saying my point is when you, my point is, I don't know if this is like a cost saving mechanism or it's based on focus groups or whatever, but usually in a crew, there's some alien. Right. Yeah. Right. I think, I think we'll one. see that at the dinner. I think that's what you're going to see because that's the really the high court of Coruscant. I mean, she's a senator, mm-hmm. right? So I think we'll start to see, like you're saying, maybe a couple of those other species. Uh, I was reading some of this the program notes. I didn't know that allegedly Sidious, or actually the Emperor, um, 
is his the new base of operations for the Senate is actually the old Jedi Temple. So I don't know if they're going to show that in the next episode, but I was reading some notes and stuff in the background for some other things. And allegedly, the Jedi Temple that they destroyed after Order sixty six, will they'll be holding proceedings? And that's kind of like uh, the Emperor or, or Palpatine's kind of uh, their new like temple for meetings and stuff. So well, that would know. be the I mean, old, that'd, that'd be crazy jab, right? To hold your own your new uh, government in the old in the old regimes temple that would be great that makes if only total- i could think of a historical parallel to that like in the hall of mirrors in paris at the end of the franco-prussian war where the german empire was declared in versailles so that happens for real mm-hmm. i mean yeah nobody well, likes having mirrors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no i mean yeah, like we're saying this show and hitch hits it like it's the, the least star warsy show but in my eyes it's the most like variety because mm. honestly we needed this the lightsabers we've been doing it and honestly i mean it's up and down we either love it or hate it i mean this is really just a different tale like it's hard to hate it because we it's coming from a different place right it's coming from a different story it's telling different stories we're getting new characters and we're really seeing the the true birth of the rebellion as they say you know it's you know, you have, you know, these, uh, you know, military, you know, militant rebels, as he said, when he talked about Saul Guevara and, and how these people act. And what are we, you know, and it's like, really, it's a rebe- beginning of rebellion. There's different factions to really make this one, you know, whole. And it's it's no different than any other political uprising. Right. Everybody has their different groups, different opinions. But eventually they come to be one solid being and they stand up for what they truly believe in. So I'm really liking this. Um, the political undertones, it's not too much, so I kind of like it how that we're still getting context. Um, it's a slow build. It is, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a slow build. Yeah, I mean, so it's a slow build because you got like um, with the rebellion, I mean, with the beginning as a rebellion doing, and then juxtaposed with like the politics of that that they brought in with like my mom and everything, juxtaposed with what's going on with like the IBS and everything, the right. beginnings of that. You know, so everything is just transitioning and, and beginning and stuff. So I love you mean it. the you mean the, I, the I, ISB, right? Not the IBS. Are they the IBS? You said the IBS. I'm you said we gotta watch it with the IBS <laughs> get around. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, IBS. the Imperial Security Bureau. You can't mess with yeah. those the guys. ISB. You. If you're a virus ISB. or a germ, they'll stamp you out. <laughs> you're done. ISB oh creepers, creepers, dude. That's a that's another classic one right there. The IBS. <laughs> Watch out for the IBS. I like They're the different everywhere. flavor though. You know, this, there are so there are a lot of really good Star Wars video games from the '90s that are sort of in the sneak and spy and shoot like genre. The the Jedi Knight ones actually are kind yeah. of like that, where you don't even really deal with a lightsaber for most of the game. Um, so you know, I know those types of stories do work. These are interesting characters that all seem to have, they all seem to arrive with an enormously rich back, you know, backstory. Like their character sheet. This was a Dungeons and Dragons party. Their character sheet would be really long. We'd be like, oh, we'd be like, oh, that guy's been, that guy's done some cool stuff. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) And that gives you, that gives you an investment, right? And you, and you know, here's the other thing. We know what happens uh, to Cassian, right? We know what happens to Cassian, but we also know Cassian's alone (laughs) at the beginning of that movie. So, you know, th- this group is not uh, is not destined to be together for a super duper long time. And I think that, uh, you know, it- it'll be that's interesting. Why, that's why this nothing that happens here is so important right. for later down the line. Right. Because who's going to betray who? What's going to happen? Right. Like you imagine there's yeah, going to be some know. sort of double cross. Yeah. yeah. That dude with the weird haircut, they're trying to make it seem like it's going to be him. Mm-hmm. That dude with the with the, the crop cut. Um, but I don't know. It could be. It could be anybody. I mean, that they really could be anybody. I don't know any of those people. The same way Clem doesn't. Right. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Uh, I know we discussed this, and I told you guys this previously. Um, the directors came out and actually said he is not shooting this back to back. So they actually are going to take a shoot a small break. Um, so Andor is not being shot back to back due to probably just actor availability. Um, I'm interested to see the season two just kind of fast forwarding things. I mean, that's where we'll see the introduction, I'm guessing, of um, Galen Erso. Um, I'm sure the Empire, Empire will be more prevalent in season two as we get closer to that Rogue One type. So we might see the whole kidnapping, the beginnings of the plans, actually. I think that'll be really the, hopefully, the cliffhanger to episode one or the ending of season one and the two is 
them getting an idea of a super weapon being created to some aspect, and you know, um, that'll it'll be interesting. I mean, like I said, it's twelve episodes, we're only four in, so a third of this in, right? And it's, I'm, I'm liking it. I really do. It's different. It's keeping my attention, um, and it's not Jedi centric. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I, in the way this is running, it kind of runs like a video game almost, which is weird. Like we've talked about this in some of the other kind of you know, Filoni projects or this new Star Wars, if you will, this Disney Star Wars, they're all written and they're ran like a video game. So I'm really liking the way it's kind of flowing. It's flowing like, like a video game would. Yeah, a, a different type and everything. Yeah, It makes the characters feel like they have agency because it's yeah. like, this is what I would do, right? This is how I... because I, And it also checks their motivations because if it's not something you a person would do, they shouldn't, you know, if it doesn't make sense, prima facie, they shouldn't do it. Right, they shouldn't walk blindly into stupid things. That, that, that's that's lazy writing. Um, and these characters all seem to have a very high sense of alertness. You know, there's this, there's that weird sort of threatening speech about falling asleep on guard, and what Saw Gera would do to you. And we've and we've seen how ruthless Saw is. Um, I'm excited to see how much they discover about um, what they're mining on Jeddah. Like, what are they doing over there with those temples, right? And we find, and it's just this huge, massive industrial project. Uh, I like the idea that the emp- the emperor has been trying to just get everyone to go along with them being the emperor, and they started out by just like assuming all the su- like, okay, hey, I want you to do it, and we're going to be patriotic, and then I have to su- assume the security apparatus, okay, and we'll spin this off into a corporation. That's not going to work, but all right, here comes the the heavy handed stuff. Okay, now we're going to have you know the Stalinesque informers and the ISB, and that's how we're going to keep control of everyone by spying on everyone. And then, you know, the emperor just realizes this is all a waste of time. I'm just going to blow up everybody that disagrees with me. <laughs> and, like, you can see that thought process. Um, um, progression into, like, you know, truly evil, good, evil, you know, things and stuff. So, yeah, yeah I can see where that, 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 that comes from and everything. That's crazy. Well, well, yeah, I mean, and Hitch, you hit on it as far as the mining on Jedi and stuff. Think about it. I mean, really what they're doing is... They didn't really talk about it, but I'm guessing that they're mining kyber crystals to power the beginnings of the the Death Star to, to shoot the laser. I mean, I'm guessing that's kyber crystals. And and think about it, if they're mining a jet at this point, I mean, this that's really the end, literally the true ending of the the old Republic, as far as or actually the 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 Coruscant Council, if you will. So. That's really the that that plan of the Jedi is where they would send the younglings to obviously get their crystals and to become Jedi. So with them now enacting Order sixty six and these you know them now basically taking over their planets, it's really saying that the Jedi that are left are gone. And I'm guessing that maybe Luthen may have been there at some point to get that oversized Kyber crystal that he has. I mean, because I'm sure there. I mean, they keep showing that there has to be a point to that blue Kyber crystal, and it's blue. So I. I I don't know character-wise if they will try to throw in any kind of Jedi lore, but I, for them to say Kyber Crystal, it has to I be somebody. Just mentioning it, I think, brings if, in if the, you, the Jedi. Jedi it's Chekhov's hot Kyber Crystal. <laughs> yeah, it will be. It'll fire at some point. <laughs> Somebody's going to need that or it's going to go to somebody. Someone's jamming that thing in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep the tradition of a lightsaber going in the Star Wars series. <laughs> although, it would, yeah. although a light, if a show if a lightsaber shows up with these people, they should all be alarmed and like stunned by it, and they should all react to it like it like they have no idea what it is. Well, and, like, how, terrified of it. Re- reaction? How did can uh, Cassia uh, react to to the time? I mean, to the jump, you know, in the ship and everything. You know, to me, he was kind of like surprised. I mean, was he? Did he realize that those ships? You know, um, um, what do you call them? Like, you know, Zoom like that, or I, yeah, it, it was they yeah, don't. it was they modded. Don't. That's what he tried yeah. to into him. He didn't know that that ship was able to do that, and it was one. It has of those a hyperdrive. Things. It's like a Tie yeah. Fighter with a hyperdrive, like Darth Vader's, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't yeah. make them, except yeah. they did one. Yeah, yeah he heavily was- modded, super secrecy. This guy's like this guy's like Q. You know what I mean? That's who this guy is, in, in my opinion, in this story, right? I mean, we got Cassian's James Bond, and this guy's Q. And he's running all this spy stuff for M, whose name happens to have a whole bunch of M's in it. So this is like a little bit of a James Bond flavor in, in Star right. Wars, which is that does, which is that does sound actually. Now that you put it that way, I can kind of tie that together. That makes sense. 
So this is going to be good. And it's, and as, and as long as they keep the characters interesting, they gave us enough of what Cassian was up to, to give us investment in Cassian. And they effectively used that to say as a cutout for all the rest of the characters, everybody else got here the same way. Shut up about it. Like, <laughs> like, don't worry about it. That's, this is how everybody got here. You're not that concerned about it. Uh, which I think is a uh, neat little bit of sleight of hand from a narrative perspective. Um, I'm excited to see this whole, they've got this heist set up real well where they have this timeline, right? Where they have the impen, that's sort of Damocles, like nine minutes. We know how long it's going to take, nine minutes. So obviously this heist is going to take like nine and a half minutes. <laughs> Do you think we'll see it in real time? It could be cool. Yeah. And how about a, a, a bit of a yeah. more of a pressure where, you know, Clem, he's in it and he only had three days to get everything you know, get all the knowledge and learn all, you know, the, 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 the whole, you know, mechanics of the heist and everything is putting pressure. I mean, put pressure on the characters and it puts a, the, the sense of agency. And you was talking about like that high alertness and everything. Not everybody's, you know, alertness is, is risen because here's this new guy. They got, they're about to do this heist and everything. Mm -hmm. They got, they got, they're about to do it in three days and they're just now being, so they, they've got everything all set. And then now you introduce like a new element, new person, and uh, uh, X factor that they can't control, you know, or don't really trust or know anything about as of yet, you know, but yeah. he's there and he's not leaving. So what do you do about that? So, I mean, Gilroy and them, they're, they're doing everything in their power to, to, to throw in elements to, to not just have the narrative just be straightforward, you know? So, right. like I said, I mean, this was, this episode was a great setup for us to in introduce to the characters and know the stakes, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, no, what I was going to say is like, you, Team Mitch, you said the next episode's not going to have the heist. I don't think so. He doesn't think so. We really need to see more of the the pending conflict that's going on in the Imperial Security Bureau because right. there's a lot that needs to happen there yes. to allow yes. this heist to happen because yes. right now, <clears throat> I mean, that garrison down there protecting the payroll i mean they're heavily funded they're they know their job and i don't think seven eight eight people going in there are going to really have much luck so there needs to be some breakdown that we need to see happen to allow this heist to happen so well, we're seeing like a, be a bit of a breakdown between the two two you know the uh, lieutenants right you know, already exactly the two supervisors already right are like this, yeah, so, and everything. yeah. it's so yeah, ultimately, the bureaucracy fight is British. Yeah, I love the she, bureaucracy fight. Oh, she yeah. looks like a, she's a rebel spy. She used to, she smells rebel all day. <laughs> the way she was looking at her tablet off the bat, like trying to like yeah things, I was like, hmm. yeah, yeah, and she, I, because I, I think she thinks she's getting the short end of the stick, and no one's listening right. to her, and I think she's going to be a little an in for the for the. For our guys, you know, for the rebellion, for the, you what, know, this heist to go off without a hitch. What did he mean when he told her, like, oh, the expectation is for you are higher and that's, it's unfair, but it's what it is. And it can be the start of a great career, but it is what it is. You got to have, you got to overperform. That, that, that's what, that was a very cryptic thing to say. And I'm yeah. curious if you guys have any idea what you think this guy was talking about. On the surface, it seemed like it was sort of like a, um, uh, 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 sexist type of comment in every. I know it wasn't like a that. Yeah, 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 something like that. But I know it wasn't that. You know, so they didn't that, have that, that back then. Nobody, <laughs> they didn't do that. That wasn't even a thing. <laughs> that was just that's just a Western thing as of right now. Right, know, so. right. That's like what we do now. What we do Western, <laughs> Western. This is a galaxy far, far away. I mean, no, no, I'm talking about like Western, like you know, uh, Western civilization. Right now, you know, oh, right, right, right. Western. Right. Right. <laughs> Western. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I love that, like, you know, that that back and forth between them two. And you know, she's comes off compelling already. I, I love her character. You know, she hasn't even done much, and I'm interested to see, you know, much more, you know, what she does and everything. Um, I'm forgetting my guy's name from Rogue One. I I, I like because we're we're only seeing the legacy character we're only seeing is Mom Mothma. And you know the guy from Rogue One, right? Um, so far that that we've seen um, before. I mean, yeah, everybody else is new. Yeah, everybody else is new. You know, um, 
So I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just you know just 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 loving. I, I need to see more of the IB. I mean ISB. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to see more of that. So you know, it's 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 a um it's a crazy element with them guys. You know, Palpatine. You you just see his his like the layers that go all the way up to him. I'm I'm curious about that. You know, if we're like um. I guess Vader is in 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 this whole thing. Like you know, he he's his the, the, the so where are we at in the timeline with Darth Vader? Vader has just probably found out about Luke. Is this right about when that happened? When that whole like training rig? Oh no no that happened that happens. Yeah, it happens later. But Vader Vader's just you know the Emperor's errand boy here, right? Right. I mean, he's he's probably. I mean, in reality, he's like the crown prince, or whatever. But he's he's like the emperor's number two person. Well, the emperor. Yeah, yeah, he's the number two. But doesn't he, he gives off commands and stuff as well, right? Um, and you know, when he gives off the commands, these are his 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 minions that go off and give more commands and everything. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, I, the, I think in this in this time setting, he they he. It, I think we talked about it in the comics as well. This is kind of when he's on his mission to basically hunting down and just slaying like leftover Jedi. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think that's really that's yeah. It's a it's that young kind of overpowered Vader that he's right now just full rage and he's just hunting down kind of Jedi he's and other off systems somewhere. And, yeah, he's yeah. off somewhere, like you said, just fulfilling this Order sixty six. Uh, yeah. The Emperor has him off out of the way at the moment, right. you know, like, yeah, like kind of cleaning up his review. He's just going on these real simple missions, not very neatly. I don't think he's really, uh, uh, really initiating any sort of power. You know, he's not really showing himself as a power, uh, figure, but he's just a, he's just muscle right now. Palpatine is running a tight ship. Jeez, man, yeah. that's crazy with this guy. Yeah, he has it down. <laughs> He, he, he has it down. <laughs> my my ultimate, I've died. My probably said this before. My ultimate Palpatine conspiracy theory is that it's easier for him to influence minds that are like his. And the whole point of his human anti, like his xenophobic agenda, is to put humans in places of power so that he can manipulate them the way he wants, exactly the way he wants. It's easier hmm. than manipulating, like a um, no, Mon Calamari, for instance. True. Yeah, because if you think about it, the way the you know mind control works with you know the Force and humans are usually the most susceptible to that you know Makes that's sense. my grand conspiracy <laughs> i believe it yeah i wouldn't say conspiracy i mean it has it has some definitely some legs to it it makes sense yeah, yeah i mean you know leading up guys into this episode five i mean it's like i said it, to me it's been faster than a slow burn um kind of weirdly I like one episode, but I, I kind of would want two a week, I think, maybe, for back-to-back -back episodes. You just want more, you know. I want more. Yeah, I want more. I mean, that's like... Give, I'd like, like four at a time, or three at a time, yeah. like they did. Yeah, right. Uh, they hit us like... I'm just hit us like Netflix and just give it to me, right? Just give me yeah. all of it up front, right? Just, just give it to me all Netflix is staggering stuff, too. British Baking yeah, Show. The sanctity of the streaming yeah. dump has is, is long since been eroded. Yeah, they've, they've been cutting that out. Yeah, they've been doing part... Yeah, at least we didn't get to hit with a part one, right, and part two. You give us a first six, and we'll see you in six months. And then, oh. yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah, I was just thinking about that too. Um, it shows you the benefits of having a, a longer season, so you could right. pace it a lot better. You know, yeah. six mm -hmm. episodes. A lot of these stories that Marvel and Star Wars have been doing could have been a lot, a lot better if you took them a little bit more time with the characters right. and spread out. You know, give us a few more episodes. And this, this Andor is just showing that that level of um, um, quality and time actually works. You know, I'm hoping that that Star Wars is paying attention. You know Kathleen Kennedy and the gang and everything. Uh, Dave Filoni too. You know this can be done in a mature element, and you can still have great pacing and take your time with your characters and stuff. You know, really, actually, Filoni, I, I say, because he's been doing like the, the the animated stuff for so long, he knows how to yeah. pace. You know, he's yeah. he's fine with that. But he's kind of it's crazy. He's been in the background lately, though. A little, it's a little, a little concerning. Ahsoka, you know, he's about yeah. to come back on the scene. He's, yeah, he's been a little, he's been in the background for a while. But I mean, this will test us our theory. I mean, because we've kind of been saying, you know, the six isn't enough. Is twelve too many? You know, I, I think that ten, eight to ten, kind of is a sweet spot. But we'll see if twelve is is going to be the number moving forward. 
Well, the well the thing the only thing that's that's really driving with with Andor is that we know how it ends. We know mm-hmm. where it ends and everything. Yeah. So the the twelve to 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 when they came out with the announcement, there's going to be twenty four episodes, two episodes. Right. So twelve and twelve. Yeah. Up, they already got the story set, so you could pace it, you know, accordingly and everything. Whereas if you did something else where you don't really know where it's going to end up in head, you know, um, is it gets a little sketchy, you know, how to how to pace stuff. But do we really know how this ends? And do you really I mean they might not push it to Rogue One? I wouldn't put it past them to cut this way. I mean, we might not see Galen, or, you know, Galen or so. We might not. They might cut it early. I don't know. I mean, there might be other plans. It might end right before that. So I'm we don't even see how it connects. Because, yeah. I mean, if, if they delete it that far, sadly, I mean, we have to find out. We have They would have to CGI Princess Leia, right? If they take it that far, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to know about her because she's so integral to this part. She really becomes like that next, the leader of the of the rebellion. You know, kind of Mon Mothma's heir. So we would have yep. to see a CGI version of Carrie Fisher or another replacement actress, right? It would have to. They have if to blend in, into Kenobi somewhere too. How They're many years? Out. How many years before? That actress that played young Leia is going to be able to play a believable teenager. I think in five plus at least, right? right? Yeah, not so, dumb I mean, three. Or you can just do what uh, Game of Thrones is doing: just plug another actress in and don't tell anyone about it. Just nah, they did a good job with that. that with that deep fake Luke. I mean, they can they can probably do Carrie. Yeah, yeah, they have Billy. If they can get Billy Lord, hey, you're hired. Come over here. You look old. Come on. Yeah, yeah just play this character and completely reverse the entire storyline. It's fine. Who cares? I'm like I said. I'm just excited for this, man. I'm really happy. It's it's been a different pace, something different for us to talk about, other than. You know, Vader, Luke, you know, obviously we know yeah, we like the yeah, Mandalorian I'm, I'm, stuff. I'm glad. Yeah, now the, the legacy stuff is fine. Now let's introduce us to more stuff mixed in with like, you know, the time, the timelines and everything. So right. it's, it's, we still haven't gotten anything past um, episode nine and stuff. So right. if you're mm-hmm. going to, if you're going to do stuff in between the timelines, this is the way you do it. Correct. Yeah. I'm really digging it. Really digging it. But um, yeah, guys, an- another fun episode, another another week we knock them down, so to speak. Um, but before we go, I just want to say something super, super important. Um, it's kind of off topic, but like, honestly, Lego, can you guys just stop what you're doing? Because they're like, they're, they're destroying projects. They've ruined the Black Panther movie already. Ruined it. Lego? Yes. Why are you paying so much attention to Lego, man? Because because oh, was... everything he delves oh, in everything he can't help but doom scroll you know each I and did, every day I did I was know, online loves, looking at loves it. the I internet saw, I saw the sets and I was like so destroyed when I seen them did you guys you know what I'm talking about oh yeah I I, I, I don't know what you're talking about but oh, I've read man. stuff and avoided yeah. stuff so I've seen it I even went on the you, website to look you're I the went, problem I went on their website <laughs> and it's even on there. Stay um, out of the toy discussing. aisle. Just stay out away. of the internet. <laughs> October October first, the toys come out. Just to let you know. So, okay. a couple days they'll have, they'll be out. But yeah, Lego just ruins too much um, for a lot of projects. Even Star Wars stuff. There's some stuff that that came out that was it was released. What, what do you, Trent? Okay, just to be honest, what do you expect from a multi conglomerate corporation? Expected to make money with their shareholders and sell toys. How are you supposed to have the toys out when the movie comes out if you don't start making them first? <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they like, how are you supposed to do that, Trenton? They make the biggest. What are you supposed to do? History. Not have the toy out when the thing's number one in the box office forever, Trenton? You gotta have the toy out. They literally leaked, but DP knows what I'm talking about. I mean, they literally leaked the biggest secret in the world. Who history. leaks it? Somebody, somebody has to go investigate and look for that stuff. Probably they put the you, box on you know. Twitter. You you know what I'm talking about. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. We'll talk about it off here. Trent, I, I don't think I, I have I have a I have this idea that there was never a surprise in your house on Christmas morning when you were <laughs> there, there are no surprises. We don't I don't I don't, I don't Trent, do surprises. Five days before Christmas. Trent's up, Trent's up and stuff up and just going, Oh wow, I had no idea. This is yes. 
What a letdown. All my friends oh, are surprised. Hey. I'm not. You, you knew the trick, right, about slicing the video game box open and sliding the disc out, right? Oh, Just man. Oh, this? God. God, I keep forgetting you're like at least one year yeah, you remember the Genesis? You know, it was harder to get. It was harder to get a, like get an NES cartridge back yeah, in. See, that's a, that's a problem right there. There's some girth to those things. You can't. Well, where's the game? So you take it out. Oh, I don't want to do that. Right? <laughs> well, my man cannot help himself, man. No, there's no, there's no secrets in my house. I'm <laughs> I, I literally, I, I, you guys know, I read the movies and like, you know, I read the scripts for the movie and comes uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We have you on the show. Part of the reason, because your information is usually surprisingly good, like in way, way in advance. So that's one of the reasons we like having you on the show for sure. But you know. You don't have to go I'll, looking for that stuff. Right, no, you don't I want do. to. I have to. I do. You know, I'll, you, I'll probably, I'll probably read Black Panther here, and I, I'm probably going to get it in like three weeks. Oh man, so I'm no through Black Panther. And, and, enjoy the way you enjoy your your content, man. And I do, man. I, I do. I, 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 God bless you. You do enough. You do enough going there to, you know. I do. It's okay. I do. It's, it's not like right. it's going to stop you from buying it. It doesn't. I don't, <laughs> Disney, Disney is still yeah. going to get my as money. As long as Disney gets your money, They're that's gonna get all they money. care about. It's a piracy yeah. if we buy it anyway. I don't know. You know, that's a it's that's not. a good question. I'm not here to argue the moral. I paid, the moral their, I paid their bullshit price for the Star Cruiser. Man, how many times have you been five a grand. this year? Five, Come on, Disney. Hey, no give the guy a break. I paid five Disney. grand for three days and got COVID. Come on, Disney. Man. Come on, well, Disney. Man. You owe them because you got COVID. Did, did you yeah. did you pay for that or did they give that to you for free? Yeah, yeah that I'm was a sure. gift. Oh, that was in there that was my, that was my gift. line item. Oh, yeah. give give the customer COVID. That's like yeah. that's like six hundred dollars. That was my gift for you know oh, for spending my lovely time on this Star Cruiser. So is that and is that not their way of getting you to pay for an extra night? Is that their way? Hours, is that their yeah. version? Of now you just can't leave. Yeah, see you another day, right? Now you're uh, oh yeah, right. I'm kind of a sucker though because I think I'm taking my first cruise, which is going to be a Disney Star Wars cruise. So we got to keep the Star Wars content coming, right? So I'm going to take. I'm looking at the Disney Cruise Line and may take one of these Star Wars cruises. So oh boy, uh, at least at least we'll be able to record on that because you couldn't record in the Star Cruiser like at all. Oh gee, they're crazy about that stuff. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird, but it's all right. But yeah, guys, um, next week we'll be back. You know, same nerd antics, same fun things. Um, and also we'll have some stuff coming up for NCFS. You know, we're still in the preliminary stages of getting some dockets together for you guys. I know you guys, a lot of you people like kind of the content we are doing with that. So we'll have some new dockets coming as well for that. So keep your eyes peeled as always, guys. And until next week, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>